Tying a bow on week five, getting into week six of the NFL season. Joined now by our ESPN front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum. And Mike T wastes no time getting into it. Just again, looking back to week five. We'll start with Sunday night football. Probably the most anticipated matchup of the, the week. The, the Niners wound up embarrassing the Cowboys 42-10. to They're 5-0. and They've outscored opponents by an average of 20 points per game. And after the game, Cowboys superstar defensive lineman Micah Parsons said that if the Cowboys and the Niners played again, the outcome would be different. And then, and that really Dallas beat themselves rather than the Niners beating them. Mike T, do you buy that, or do you think San Francisco is is just at a different playing? I should say at, at a different level th- than Dallas is right now. You know, ironically, I was actually part of that. We had a showdown for first place in the AFC East about a decade ago, and we lost to the New England Patriots while I was at the Jets, forty-five to three. And Rex Ryan got up at the podium after the game and said, if we would play uh, tomorrow, we would beat them. And, and all of us were like, Rex, what are you talking about? They're like dramatically better than we are. Six weeks later from that press conference, we went up there and played them in a playoff game and beat them. So um, I've actually lived what yeah. Michael Parsons said. So for you, Mike T, it, it sounds like that if the Cowboys and the Niners played again, you, you think that the Cowboys could beat the Niners and, and – and flip the script completely. Yeah, look, San Francisco is clearly the better team. Um, that doesn't mean that Dallas can't get better. That doesn't mean that there's not room for improvement. Um, do I think if they played ten times, San Francisco would win six or seven? Probably. Mm-hmm. However, you know that's what's great about our sport. You know, in a one-game season, anything can happen. And Mike T, just just staying on that game, no debate how good the Niners are again, outscoring opponents by an average of twenty points per game, five and zero. Oh. I feel like most of the debate surrounding the Niners is how much of their offensive success has to do with Brock Purdy, and 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 on the other side of that same coin, how much of Brock Purdy's success is because because of the system that he plays in, or you know, is he really that good? Is he, is he an elite quarterback, Mike T? Where, where do you fall when it comes to again this this Brock Purdy conversation and and trying to figure out just how good this guy is? He's a really good player. Like, if we just strip away where he was, you know, drafted, he's a really, really good football player. And at some point, you know, we, a little bit like Tom Brady, Tom Brady went from being um, a six round pick and um, he went down as being obviously an all time great, if not the greatest of all time. And to me, that's a little bit of where we are with Brock Purdy. At some point, we have to stop saying, well, you know, he was the last pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. He was a great football player, period, hard stop. Again, here with Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN front office insider, wrapping up week five, looking ahead shortly to week six of NFL action. And, and Mike T, from, from one coast, from, from one blowout to another, really tough two weeks for the Patriots, who have now been outscored 72-3 to over their past two games. Mike T, how do the, how do the Patriots turn this thing around? A couple of weeks. Number one, they got to stop throwing pick sixes. Last two yeah. weeks, they've thrown a pick six. Can't do that. And they need some explosive plays, and to me that's probably going to come from Pop Douglas and maybe Tyquan Thornton when he comes back as well. Staying in the AFC East, I don't think there is any collective division that has been bitten by the injury bug worse, especially Buffalo, who lost one of the game's best linebackers in Matt Milano and uh, a great defensive tackle, an underrated defensive tackle, uh, Daquan Jones, this past week in London. And then just uh, two weeks ago, they lost one of the best corners in the game in Tredavious White. Mike T., how impactful are those losses for Buffalo 
for the ceiling of that team. Yeah, those are two great players, Cyrus. Make no mistake about it. With that said, you know, teams are going to, this is going to happen all year long. You know, we've already seen it, you know, with Dallas losing, you know, Trayvon Diggs. You know, we've seen it with um, Miami losing Jalen Ramsey. It's going to keep happening, Cyrus. Now, they mm-hmm. did get Von Miller back, so that's a positive, but um, Josh Allen, you want to be the MVP? You know, let's go see, a, you know, raise the, uh, elevate the, you know, your, the, your teammates and everybody around you. Speaking of injuries and speaking of the AFC East, this is something we talked about a few weeks ago and the possibility of the Jets trading for Kirk Cousins because of the Vikings' possible poor start, which is now a reality. The Vikings are 1-4. They are, they are going to be without Justin Jefferson for the foreseeable future. Mike T., the trade line rapidly approaching end of October. It sure seems to me like the time is right for Jets GM Joe Douglas to, to go get Kirk Cousins. Absolutely. I would have made it from Monday night at MetLife when Aaron Rodgers unfortunately got hurt, so I couldn't agree with you more. He's by far gives them the best chance to uh, you know, be successful this season. I think he's a much better quarterback um, you know, than Zach Wilson. Mike T., let's, let's say the Jets are able to bring Kirk Cousins into the fold, and we talk about this a lot, kind of the, 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 the Madden paradox where people think you just drop a guy on a new team and he's going to be the same guy, same production he was with his previous team. That's not the case with new players, new system, new everything. How long do you think it'll take Kirk Cousins to to get up to speed if he goes to the Jets and, and be a, a, the type of quarterback who can lead that team to to wins in the playoffs? Yeah, that's all coaching. I saw it with Brett Favre at the Jets. We, we traded for him on short notice. We had Brian Schottenheimer, Brian Dayball. They did a great job. you got to mm-hmm. be... Um, flexible and put your players in the best position possible to be successful. That's on the Jet coaching staff, and they should relish the challenge. A couple more things here with former Jets and Dolphins GM Mike Tannenbaum, our ESPN front office insider. And Mike T, one, one soundbite that caught a lot of people by maybe surprise, caught a lot of people's attention this week, came out of Carolina where head coach Frank Reich said that Panthers owner David Tepper has been very hands-on and said that there have been meetings between him and Tepper that have been, quote, uh, have been a really good experience. Again, continuing the quote, it hasn't been fun. I wouldn't characterize them as fun meetings, but they make me better, and I trust they make us better. End quote. Obviously, Mike T., David Tepper is the owner, so he can he can do what he wants, but is this sort of a red, red flag, maybe a sign of an, an owner overstepping a little bit? Look, David Tepper's an incredibly successful guy that has made billions of dollars, and he wants to win. He's very competitive. So um, that's what most of these 32 NFL owners are. And uh, I think Frank Wright just gave us a little, little hint of what's, uh, what it's like to be inside some of these meetings. Mm-hmm. Now, Mike T., looking ahead to Week 6, I don't know who would have thought that five games into the season, Lions-Bucks would be the best matchup just in terms of records. Mike T., Lions-Bucks, who has the better chance of sustaining their early season success? Detroit because of their offensive line. You know, when you strip it away, I think they have a great offensive line. That travels. That allows you to win on the road, which we've seen them do already in Kansas City, Cyrus. So Mm -hmm. you show me a good offensive line, I'm going to show you a good football team. So, Mike T., does that mean you're taking the Lions on the road to move to 5-1 and one and, and beat the Bucks this Sunday? I'm going to go with Detroit for those reasons. Yep. Um, this is going to be a tight, hard-fork game, but I, I think Detroit's a slightly better team. Mike T., another intriguing matchup takes place in Cincinnati where the Seahawks visit the Bengals. And 
Last week, Joe Burrow looked like himself for the first time this season in a win over the Cardinals. Mike T, do you expect the Bengals to, to keep it rolling against Seattle, who, you know, is coming off a, an, an early season bye? I do. I, I think I'm a big believer in Joe Burrow. Um, I thought, you know, they could fix what ailed them, which is clearly, you know, Joe Burrow's mobility. I, I'm a big believer in them. I think they, they have a chance to go a long, long way. Mike, too, we've got a really intriguing matchup Monday night. Two teams that I think are, are sort of looking for prove-it wins, if you will. Cowboys visiting the Chargers. Obviously, we know the, the Cowboys got embarrassed against the Niners in primetime last week. The Chargers looking for a, a, a marquee win to hang their hats on. How do you see that game playing out on Monday? I like um, Dallas. I think we're going to get their A game. Um, I think they were embarrassed. Um, they were a prideful bunch. And um, this is an important game from both teams, make no mistake about it. But I actually, I, I like Dallas in this one. And last thing, Mike T, we start out week six tonight. The Broncos visit the Chiefs. And the line, the spread is, in this game has been hovering around 10 all week. Do you think the Broncos can, can keep it close and maybe even pull the upset? Or do the Chiefs win by two scores? I don't think we have to overthink this one. I, I like the Chiefs a lot. They're better on both sides of the ball. Um, I think... Denver's going to have to play the perfect game. And uh, I think the Chiefs, if not the best, certainly like one of the best teams in all the, all, all the sport. Mike T, as always, appreciate the ins- insight and the info. Uh, enjoy week six, and we'll talk to you next Thursday. Cyrus, thanks so much. Great stuff, as always, from our ESPN front office insider, former GM of the Jets and of the Dolphins, Mike Tannenbaum. And speaking of football, obviously talking NFL with Mike T, but lot of college action heating up and certainly heating up in the ACC. And for our Miami Hurricanes fans, experience Hurricanes football live this season at Hard Rock Stadium. The Hurricanes take on the ACC's best, including an upcoming matchup with the defending ACC champion and national powerhouse Clemson Tigers, as well as the homecoming game against Virginia and what should be a huge matchup against one of the nation's most surprising teams of the year, the undefeated Louisville Cardinals. Don't wait. Get your tickets now on MiamiHurricanes.com slash tickets. Again, that's MiamiHurricanes.com slash tickets. We'll take a break here on ESPN West Palm tonight. When we come back, we'll sit down and talk a little sports business with our guy Andy Cagnetta. That's next on ESPN 106.3.